Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's college football time. Backdoor cover. October 25th, 2019. Let's go. What's happening? It Micah. It Brad. What's up? It backdoor cover. Micah, you're looking extra business casual today. Ooh, I'm feeling good. Nice great. pink button down. Yeah. For the haters. Fall is finally here and it feels real good. Real nice. It's only like 90 degrees outside still. It's a little cooler. Actually, you're right. It's 85. Yeah. Hey, welcome to Backdoor Cover. Today is our college football preview uh, episode where we preview the weekend of action. Uh, If you haven't been paying attention this week, you should be. Yesterday, we we dropped our NFL preview for the week. The day before that, or two days before that, we dropped our World Series preview with the Titan High Boys. And then a day before that, on Monday, we recapped the weekend in both college and pro football. And looking ahead, because we are the hardest working podcast in podcast, uh, Brad and I will be recording Sunday morning, or at least I'm available to. You You up for a Sunday morning recording? I'll be there. I'm coming. I got a wedding Saturday night. Ooh. It's going to be lit, but... I'll come in. I'll, I'll come in with uh, you know, a little hangover. All right. Well, we're planning to come to you with a college football recap on Sunday and a pro football recap on Monday. If Brad is too hungover, we might just recap both on Monday. We shall see. No such thing. I'm ready. Okay. Good. Good. So there's a lot out there. And then you know what else is out there, Brad? Mm. Mind of Micah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's Travel Week on Mind of Micah. Tell me about Travel Week. Uh I have been breaking down some of my favorite cities to travel to. Did I see New Mexico in there? Oh, Santa Fe. Are you going there to cook bath? Bet your ass. Oh, no. What's up in there? Oh, just one of the greatest cities in America. You're not breaking bad over there? No. Okay, good. I was worried about you I'm getting massages. I'm eating chilies. I'm going to have to check that episode out. I'm loving it. Oh, you guys took that, uh, you and old Boo Boo took that trip out there, Oh, you bet your ass we did. Oh, this is probably a good episode. Micah told me a lot of freaky stuff about this place. I also broke down uh, a couple other cities you may have heard of. Portland, Oregon. Ooh. And uh, Houston, Texas. Okay. So I know about Houston. Travel Week on Mind of Micah. Did Houston get the nod for uh, their Thai food? Isn't it Thai food? That Vietnamese is Vietnamese. what I'm into there. Yeah, and that is mentioned several times. Figured. So check out Mind of Micah wherever you listen to podcasts. And another reminder, yesterday's NFL episode, in addition to previewing the games, we had our main man, Can't Miss Mitch, uh, join us, Brad and I, to give picks against the algorithm, which has been on fire so if you are a gambler or you have friends that are degenerates, please check out yesterday's episode. Share it with a friend. No more talk. Let's get to the college football headlines, some news and storylines. College game day is in the Dakotas somewhere. I don't know if it's North or South Dakota. We talked about this on Monday. I don't really give a shit. It's Division Two, uh, number one versus number three. Sorry, don't care. I'm not even I sure know where Dakota is on the map. I know it's FCS, not 1AA or whatever it is, but... Uh, football championship subdivision number one versus number three. It's North Dakota State versus South Dakota. I think it's in South Dakota. This is like central of the states, but up at the very top of the map, Who right? Who cares? It's in a place. You know, we knew we had a fraternity brother from North Dakota, Brian huh. Cheney Peters. You remember that kid? Yeah, I do. He's a nice guy. He's kind of Canadian, and I think they're pretty close to Canada. Yeah, maybe. Canada. Uh, well, shouts to the Dakotas. We don't really care. I'm sure game day will be fun, though. Get after People will it. be hyped. Those, yeah. You know, they went to James Madison a few years ago, and people are still talking about it. And by people, I mean my fiance, who went to James Madison, and thinks it's the coolest thing ever. And uh, 
Herb Street always mentions James Madison being a good atmosphere. So we'll see what happens if, you, if you're watching. Uh, there's It's a pretty good slate this week. There are three matchups of ranked teams. We will get to all of those games. Uh, some other news and notes around the country. Uh, we talked on Monday about the Clemson cornerback who was ejected for the game uh, last week for punching someone, and then Dabo made him take the bus back. He wasn't allowed to get on the team plane. Right. He had to take the bus back with the uh, the equipment managers. He apparently will not be facing any additional punishment. He's so, riding with the shoulder pads. He's back. Uh, Oklahoma has shut down the Sooner Schooner for the remainder of the season, which is Safety hilarious. protocol. Yes. If you want to see video of that schooner flipping over, which by now you've probably seen. Did somebody seen. get actually hurt? Were they broken I don't, bones? I think they were okay. Uh. Although the chick that was on it fell really yeah, hard. Yeah, she looked like she took a pretty hard fall there. I think this is hilarious. I'm just going to be honest. Mm. The sooner schooner has been shut down for the remainder of the season. If you haven't seen the video, you can see it on our Instagram page at Backdoor Cover Podcast. Is there any explanation as to why the wheels fell off? Oh, it what the wheels didn't fall off; it just turned. Oh, it looked like the wheels fell off, and that's why it turned. Oh, over. I don't know. Maybe I that's what it was. I could have missed. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Uh, you poor Okies. Uh, and uh, Jim Harbaugh and Urban Meyer are both in the news, sort of. The Harbaugh story is there's like some some story about him uh, exiting and going back to the NFL that he shot down this week. Urban Meyer was mentioned in conjunction to the Florida State job, hmm. and the athletic director said like, if we fire our coach, we're not hiring Urban Meyer, but it. So it was just a weird statement. It was like, uh, not that I support our coach. It's just like, if I do fire him, I'm not hiring that guy. He wasn't in either camp. He's like, I'm not keeping this guy. But if we do fire him, yeah, I'm made not nobody this happy. guy. Yeah, it was like the people that wanted him to bring in Urban weren't happy. And the people, it was just a very strange move. I don't, I don't see why Urban would go there is more of the case. Yeah, well, that too. Yeah, I mean, yeah he had some success in Florida. But he's, he's going to be the coach at USC next year. It's, I think this is going to happen. That he would hit every coast, and then he has the Midwest already locked down with Ohio yeah. State. Uh, let's go to our Heisman watch. Heisman watch. Uh, last week, we had two at the top, followed by Joe Burrow, Jason Hur- or Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields, and Jonathan Taylor. Those were the people we thought mm-hmm. could win the Heisman. In the last two weeks, we removed Jake Fromm, and Trevor Lawrence has taken a step back, uh, and Sam Ellinger we've taken off of our board. He's, uh, he's DeAndre done. Swift and J.K. Dobbins are still on the board, but they're a step below the the front runners. They're With, long shots. Tua is hurt, and he will miss at least this week, and they have a bye week. If he only misses one game, does he still have a chance to win the Heisman? I think he does, especially if he plays big, if he comes back at full strength and he plays well in these big high-profile games, which Alabama has a lot of the last month or so, two of the season, uh, including LSU in, what, three weeks, I guess. Uh, we shall see. Joe Burrow, in in the meantime, moves straight to the number one spot. But that being said, if Tua comes back and is spectacular in that LSU game and Alabama beats LSU, I think Tua, despite missing one game, will jump straight back into the discussion with Burrow. You think so? so yeah, let me ask I think you it's going to be hard for voters to pick Burrow over Tua if Tua wins that game straight up. Let's see. The backup for Tua is Mac Jones, I believe. Sure. And uh, my question to you is this. If Alabama loses, maybe they won't lose this week, obviously, to Arkansas, but if, if, he, if Tua is not, doesn't return by the time LSU, uh, the LSU game rolls around and Alabama loses and it's their one loss on the year, do you think that the committee gives them pity and still lets them into the tournament because Tua didn't play in the game they yes, lost? Yes, I do. You do. And I saw something the other day, or yesterday, in fact, that 
one of the qualifications that our qualifications may be the wrong word, but one of the mm-hmm. one of the criteria right. that the the bowl committee bases their rankings on includes important injuries. Hmm. So that like can't that hurt weight, a team. That that takes some of the weight off of a loss? Yes. So That's odd. I think like very clearly if if Tua were if they were to lose this LSU game and then Bama runs the table, I think they're still in a position um to be there. Now we'll see. I mean, I think we we assume Clemson is going to run the table, they're going to be there. The winner if LSU runs the table, let's hypothetically we're saying LSU beats Alabama yeah, they would have to and run runs the table. table, they're clearly in. Uh, uh clearly. Oklahoma if they run the table, Oklahoma would be in. And then you're Ohio looking State too. you know, Ohio State if they run the table, they're in. So in that scenario, I think Alabama's stuck on the outside. You yeah, if there's four unbeatens. But if but that rarely happens. Yeah, that's it a long rarely shot. happens. I don't think that that's likely. I it, I kind of feel like it is. Although I think it's not going to be LSU that's unbeaten. I think it's going to be Bama, and I think it's going to be four unbeatens. And you look at a situation where if LSU beats Bama, yeah, and then LSU somehow runs the table but loses the SEC championship game to Georgia, and you've got three SEC teams sitting there with one loss, I think Bama might be the pick to get in. We'll see. We're, we are really out there on a limb. Yeah, but, but it's just kind of interesting we, to think this about. This is what we talk about. This is this is what people are talking about all over the country. So uh, This kid's a sophomore backing him up. But it is really interesting Mac to see Jones. what this does for the Heisman watch. I I think that Tua, this is going to take, this is going to hurt him. If he, who knows, he could come back hurt or he could miss several games. He had surgery the day after this thing. Luckily, he played into the fourth quarter of like five blowouts. So like, they were benching all these competitors towards the end of the game. Um, Bama has nothing to worry about this yeah, week. Yeah, he's gotten his reps in. He's going to be fine missing four quarters. No the baby. question is, if Tua comes back and is at full strength and plays like he normally plays, does missing one game cost him the Heisman? And I, I think the answer is no, especially if, he, if they beat Joe Burrow. It comes down to LSU. There is so much on the line yeah. for that game. And that's two weeks, right? That's uh, or they have a- this week, by week, then LSU. Gotcha. So... There we go. Uh, again, Jake Fromm. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, again, I, I think we've we've written off Lawrence's numbers. Have I been haven't. Not great. He could go on a tear the last six games against mediocre competition. And That's the fact, Jack. I, I don't think he can win it. I but do. I think he can do enough to get to the competition. Uh, in the Micah Heisman watch, Tua, Joe Burrow moves to number one. Hertz and Fields are right behind. Yeah. Uh, Taylor, uh, Jonathan Taylor, is done. He's out. And it's not really his fault, but without Wisconsin going to the national championship or going to the playoff, he's a running back's not going to win this award. Well, that's uh, why he the joins from in the can't win category. That's why the quarterback position is typically the one that wins the Heisman because they influence the game as much as any player. Like well, he had a and great game the versus voters just always pick well, quarterbacks. Taylor had a great game versus Illinois, yet they still lost. Like if, usually, if your quarterback, who is your best player, has a great game, you typically are going to win that game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially versus inferior competition like Illinois. So that's my thought. Like I said, I, Lawrence is off the radar to win this thing, but I think if you told me tomorrow, if you told me I have to bet on will he be in New York, I think the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to finish third or fourth. Absolutely. And sometimes they invite three guys, sometimes they invite four, sometimes they invite five. Whatever, that's enough. Honestly, the most imp- impressive statistical quarterback to me is Jalen Hurts, though. With like he's throwing, he, his completion percentages are just so high, and that was his only weakness going into to the season this year. Everybody said he wasn't very accurate, not as accurate as Tua. Yeah. So that's just my thoughts. Right. Burrow is my clear number one right now. Well, let's move on to the games. Let's go. 
The Friday games stink, so we're going to skip them. Okay. Oh, God, it's a it's a Pac-12 stink bomb. Well, it's USC, right? Or First Colorado. USC playing on Friday night again. Your, your standard. It's just pathetic. Uh, I, the, 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 <laughs> this the is why I was Pac-12, surprised you wanted to overlook this. The Pac-12 has sold its soul to television. You can read all about it. Uh, there are a lot of people that have written pieces about it. All of their games are on too late. Nobody watches them. People in the West Coast don't even care. And they're putting USC on Friday nights. This is the second time they played on this a Friday night. This is disrespectful, night. man. They're officially like the Friday night stinker. Like somebody out of the Pac-12 yeah, is going to be a shitty they're, game. They're one step away from being Maction and just being the Wednesday night game. You're trash. Yeah, they need to do something. They need to start winning. They need to get Aaron Meyer. No, we'll see. Let's start with Big Nude Saturday. Let's get nude. On Fox. Uh, number 13, Wisconsin, comes in 6-1 and one off of a crushing defeat. Mm. At number uh, 3, 7-0, and oh, Ohio State. Also crushing for uh, game day, because this is probably where they would have been. No doubt. Otherwise, now they're in Although this Dakota. game is on Fox, so I think that gives... I mean, it still might be the best game on paper. Well, no, no, that's it's not It's like true. the injury weight in the, the, the uh, voters' eyes, right? Something like that. Yeah. I think this gives ESPN an, ex- an excuse... Not to be there. Sure. Because Fox is going to be there, and it's their big game. Uh, Wisconsin really shit the bed last week, losing at Illinois. Ohio State comes in rolling. Did they have the scheduled at 11 a.m. two weeks ago? Yeah. Okay, so this has always been big nude. Gotcha. I, I think so. I, uh, Who knows? I think so. I, mean, I this figured, is, yeah, this seems like a primetime This is where game. Fox is putting their primetime games, because that's that's the window they realize like mm. they can put the biggest game. That's why they call it Big Nude Saturday. So what do you think for this one? What do you uh, got? Ohio State is a 14-point favorite at home. I think that line is probably a little inflated. If Wisconsin would have won that game last week, even if they won it by one point. Right. If that field goal misses. I think they come in a 10-point underdog. Okay, that's fair. And if they would have, you I know. I still think that's fairly disrespectful. I do, too. And, and But you can't lose to Illinois. Illinois fucking stinks. They stink. Which I, I still just don't quite, I can't fathom I how they managed I still can't believe it that. happened. I really can't. I mean, on the other side of the ball, Ohio State is just murdering people. Uh, bloody murder every single week, in week in, week out. And some of these guys are pretty good competition, but not great. We talked about Michigan State a little bit before we started the podcast. They're pretty, they kind of have ended up being stinky, but they were kind of respected going into the season. Nebraska, trash. I mean, there's just not a whole lot of... Uh, Nebraska's garbage. There's just not much. Garbage. Cincinnati, 42-0 to zero is a pretty impressive win now that we've seen them beat uh, a couple of good competitive teams. But yeah, anyways, it, Ohio State just really hasn't been tested. And so that's kind of the only question here for me is this is Ohio State's... Really, it's, it's the first, you know... Not equally competitive, but at least on the same plane as them. I, I think Wisconsin can definitely hold their own... Uh, what do you think? This Where game's you been circled on the calendar for a long time in the Big Ten, and certainly, well, probably I, for a lot of those Wisconsin players. I think you might since have the Michigan Illinois. game, since the Michigan Wisconsin game, where they really established themselves, they inserted themselves in the national spotlight as like a top ten team. That was when people were starting to circle the game uh, between Ohio State and them and be like, "This is going to be no a doubt. matchup of titans." And then uh, and they looked past Illinois and they blew it. Ugh. So, anyways, the most fundamentally sound team. In the country, Wisconsin, in the running game. No, not anymore. I, I like Ohio State To here. cover? 14? I, I don't know. I, I think the line is inflated, but who knows if this team gets over that loss from last week. Uh, you know, to have something this great ahead and just to, to 
crap all over yourself like these guys did. That's tough, man. It's hard. I I think that it was Ohio State comes out and craps on them. I do. I think they cover. You do? Yeah. I think that they're going to come out and want to make a statement here. I think a lot of people are saying the same shit I just said. They haven't beaten anybody of a, a decent quality. This is their opportunity to come out and really spank somebody of a high caliber. And uh, it's a shame that Wisconsin lost, but they're still that doesn't diminish how good this team is. It's a, it's a good, it would be a very good win. So that's my thought. I think they come out and, and uh, try to curb stop them. Yeah. I know I'll take Ohio Wisco State's here. getting drunk as hell for this game, too. Yeah, they I, get lit. Even at 11 a.m. Uh, right. I'll take Wisco to like cover. Okay. I don't think they're going to win the game, but I think they keep it. Well, shit. I don't know. Hey, loser buys uh, next week's box of wine. How's that for you? Is that too rich for your blood? Yeah, I don't know if I can afford that. I, I'm, and I'm not drinking your Boda box, you psycho. Mm. I know how much. I mean, let's not act like you don't go through more than one box a week anyway. Don't call me out like that on the air. <laughs> Uh, all right. <laughs> I'll, I'll take Wisco just for, for fun. Okay. Uh, maybe p- a slice of pizza or something. All right. You're cheap. Okay. Let's move on. Uh, the, uh, number five, also at 11 a.m. We're, we're just talking central time. Yeah. You know, big nude, whatever. We're CT. Uh, number f- five, Oklahoma comes in seven and oh rolling at number unranked. That's right. At number unranked. God, I sound like an idiot. You sound great. At unranked and four and two Kansas state. The Oklahoma Sooners here are a 23-and-a-half-point favorite. They're in the Big Apple in Manhattan. The Little Apple. Kansas. Is that what they call it, the Little the, Apple? The Little Apple, I yeah. didn't even realize that. Um, Trash Apple. K-State uh, beat TCU last week in Fort Worth, as I recall. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I'm getting that backwards. Uh, but they come in 4-2. and two. They're pretty solid. These are These are Midwestern dudes. Kansas is on another level. <laughs> is that what they're? Yeah, they're just a bunch of Midwestern corn-fed country boys. You know, they did beat TCU they last week, twenty four seventeen in Fort Worth, which is pretty impressive. Uh, I, this feels like too many points for me, but Oklahoma's been a just a fucking wrecking ball, especially against mediocre teams. Uh, these guys really, uh, Lincoln Riley has. I mean, obviously, I'm not breaking any sort of ground. The guy's been a coach for two years and had two Heisman Trophy winners, but. What I like about what he does is they stomp the teams they're supposed to beat. Um, yeah. When it, it, they just, they do not, they, they really come in well-prepared and, and normally crush these fucking squads. So the offense is never in doubt. 23 and a half is a lot. Perhaps too many at Kansas State. That crowd's going to be hyped to have the Okies there. You have any thoughts on this one? Brad? Is the old man still coach Kansas State? No. Did he retire at age 80 and he plans to come back at age 85? Not this time. I think uh, think Snyder is finally finally done. I I think that uh, Oklahoma comes in and mercs these dudes. I think they they mash them pretty good. Um, Yeah, I I think this is just... Bill Snyder is 80, by the way. Yeah, I called that, huh? Uh, Bill Snyder's been whipping ass in the Big 12 for many, many years. But not this year, buddy. Not calling uh, Darren Sproles back up off the offense. I think it's it's Ohio. Or I'm sorry, it's uh, Oklahoma rolling. What's the spread you said? Twenty three and a half. God damn, that's a lot. I was feeling real. I, th- I was for some reason I was thinking you were like in the fourteen to seventeen range. Twenty four is a lot. I think I'm still riding with Oklahoma though. I think they wreck. You know, uh, K State is coached by Chris Kleeman or Kleiman. I forget how they pronounce this. Who? Uh, he was the former uh, coach. Four of the fat class five FCS championships at North Dakota State. Oh, he's probably going to be watching uh, game day and not coaching very hard. Probably not. I doubt he'll be watching game day. <laughs> uh, but 
All right, so that, that game is mildly interesting. Let's go to the 2.30 Central Time games. This is the big one, the biggest game of the of the week. Okay. The week. Okay. Uh, on paper, anyway, it's the CBS game. It's Danielson. It's 2.30. It's the 6-1 and one Auburn Tigers coming in ranked number nine at the 7-0 and o LSU Tigers ranked number two. Uh, LSU, the bingo, the Bay, Bayou Bengals are That's hard 11 point favorites at home. Uh, the big national game on CBS. I'm looking forward to whatever Coach O mumbles to the announcer when they ask him. Go Tigers. Death Valley where opponents' dreams come to die. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, Bo Nix coming into LSU. Thankfully for him, he doesn't have to come in for a night game. Yeah. It's a notoriously rowdy place Significantly to play. different experience. Well, I don't know if it's significantly different. It's not dark. That It is scary there, man. Those people get fucking lit up. Welcome to Death Valley. Where opponents' dreams come to die. The coach can barely speak English, but he could coach a football boy. He can coach him up. You think Coach O still drives a Hummer? <laughs> God, I hope so. Yeah, he he did a uh, famous Hummer commercial back in the day when he was at Old Miss. We have to pull that up. We're going to have to end the podcast with that. If you've never heard the Coach O Hummer commercial, I think it's my favorite thing in the history of the internet. You've been talking about it for a good twelve years. I, I just love it. It's quite good. So, anyways, let's let's uh, let's let's get into some picks here while you're. Uh, I think the Bayou searching. Bengals are just going to roll. And what's the spread again? Eleven. Eleven. That so. Yeah, I mean, I I do too. I think that this LSU team is on another level, um, and I think they're just getting better. Like I don't think that, like how they kind of wrecked Texas, although it was kind of competitive towards the end because there was a couple of plays that Texas scored on, but. I think they're getting better and better, and I think that that they have definitely established themselves amongst the nation's top one, two, three teams. I think they roll, too. Yeah, I mean, we've seen Auburn play very well on the road. They beat the Aggies in College Station. That's a tough place to play. Yeah. Um, but that being said, I mean, this is a little bit different, and this LSU team is stacked. Auburn is really – They're really playing. Auburn has outperformed their ability, or at least their expectations – I feel like LSU came into the season with a lot of talent. And, I mean, they were a little bit of an unknown because they didn't know how well Coach O's offense was going to kind of run with these boys. But I feel like that they were the more suited uh, candidate to be like a national contender type out of the SEC West. So I, I think they uh, established themselves and, and maintained that foothold. Hey, Brad, I got a really important clip to play. You're going to play it? Hey, I'm Coach O. I just love my Hummer. I believe the Hummer is the best vehicle on the road. Big, tough, aggressive, and it represents everything that we want at Ole Miss. I have my Hummer. You need a Hummer. Tell them about it, JoJo. Mississippi, they are here. The new Roger Dabbs <laughs> H3 Hummers are here. The folks at Roger Dabbs Hummer are first-team players. Come see them. Rogers Dabbs and Hummer like nothing else. New H3 starting at just 32000 Love it. <laughs> we need to take that song and use it as our intro music. Go Tigers. I just love the the coach o. big, strong, and aggressive, just like my the properties I want in my football team. All right, so we like Auburn, or we like LSU here. Yes, the LSU Tigers. Uh, I'm looking forward to this. This could be this could be interesting. And you oh, know, I definitely think it's be the best game of the week. Yeah, this or Ohio State. I suppose, be fun. But yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to both. All right, let's move on to the another big game here. Uh, still waiting for a hotline call from Will in Michigan. I have not received one. I don't really care. 800- yes, you do. Look how heartbreak you are. 800-392-6344. 800-392-6344. Don't make Micah cry, Will. It is number eight, five and one, Michigan, versus number 
five and two. Wait, let me say this again. Yeah. Where? Notre Dame comes in ranked number eight at five and one. Okay. They face, they go to the big house to face Michigan, ranked number 19. Mm-hmm. Five, excuse me, five and two. There it is. With humiliating losses. I think that uh, Notre Dame gets that ass. You do? I think Notre Dame's pretty this good This game team. comes in basically a pick em. Yeah, I saw. So I like Notre Dame here to win. You do? Yeah. I, I, I don't know why. I think Michigan think Michigan's wins coming game. around? Look I'm at not you sold on Notre Dame. It's because you love Will, isn't that why? I just think at night it's a 6:30 kick uh, under the lights, national television. Mm-hmm. Michigan's got a lot of a lot to prove. That's for sure. And I mean, if they somehow lose this game, even if it's close, what do you mean somehow? This is a good team. It would not be an embarrassment for them to lose to the number nine team and a Notre Dame team that's got national recognition every year. Well, we'll see. I'm looking forward to that one in the big house. It'll be and interesting. I think I like Michigan, but that's probably a stay away. Yeah, you're soft. Thank you. You talk shit on Michigan all year long, and now you're going to ride with them. All right, so let's run through the rest of the big, uh, the top 25. Okay. And then uh, and we'll get out of here. I still don't understand why they're in fucking Dakota, north or south. Because they don't want to show big nude Saturday the well, love. Okay, then go to Michigan Notre Dame or go to. that game's to, on NBC. What's the mid- midday game? And that LSU. game's on CBS. So I don't know what, none of the good games are on ESPN, ESPN here. So they're just using it as an excuse. I think this is a faulty logic you're using, but okay. Well, that's, that's, like, that's your like your opinion, opinion man. man. Yeah. All right, so Bama, uh, your number one team in the country. Mm-hmm. They host Arkansas, the worst team in the SEC. Bama, a 31-point favorite. Led I like Bama, Jones. by the I like Bama big. Me too. Big here. Big, big, big. I mean, I think Bama comes out to send a message, wins this game by 42. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, they want to get their quarterback comfortable behind the ball, too. If just in case Tua doesn't come back, they're going to roll these fools so hard. And we talked about number two, LSU, uh, hosting number nine, Auburn. Number three, Ohio State, of course, hosting Wisconsin. Uh, Clemson in the ACC, the league they play in that is trash, hosts Boston College, a team that lost at home to Kansas. Mm-hmm. They are a 34-point favorite. Uh, that seems generous. I don't know. You think they cover? I, I sure do. I mean, I, I would think so. I think right now. I mean, who knows? It's point a stay out, away. I think so they wreck. I think from this point out, they're trying to blow everybody off the map because they had a couple of missteps early, although they didn't lose. But, I mean, 45-14 FSU, 45-10 Louisville, the last two games. Like I could see this being another 45-8, 45-10. Whatever. We mentioned, yeah, Oklahoma goes to Kansas State. Uh, number six, Penn State, with uh, a big game on the horizon. Goes to Michigan State. This is a game you wanted to talk about. Penn I, State is. I think that's in a respectable a six and a half point favorite see? in East Lansing. East Lansing. This is a tough game for them. I think this is a, a notable matchup. It may not be against two ranked teams, but I do think that uh, that this is a, a very important game for Penn State. Yeah, Michigan State comes in four and three. Yeah, two and two in the Big bunch, Ten. Yeah. I, I like Penn State to roll and send a message. Yeah, they need to. It's a tough defense out of out of uh, Michigan State. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, that's that's been a place where weird things have happened at night too. So uh yeah, that could be that could be a sneaky one. Okay. Uh we talked about uh, who's number seven. They're on by, so we'll just keep moving. Okay. Uh, uh pull up the rankings I'm for doing me here. It right now. Number eight, Notre Dame, of course, at number at Michigan. Number nine is L, is Auburn at LSU for the fifteenth time. Uh number ten is uh some school. So well, seven is Florida, this? ten is Georgia. Yep. 
Both are on by this week. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Brett. You're welcome. Uh, number 11 is Oregon, who hosts Washington State and the Cougars. Mike Leach comes to town. Oregon, a 14.5-point favorite. What time is that game? 9.30 Central Time. 10.30 Eastern. I will be asleep maybe before kickoff. 14 and a half. Oh, no, I won't. I'm going to be at a wedding getting lit. 14 and a half. Give me Washington State. This I'm, is this is where the Cannibal Conference comes all the way around. Even though Washington State's 1 and 3 in the Pac-12 and have looked like shit, and Mike Leach basically hates his team, I don't even care. Over under 64 and a half. Give me, give me the over. Give me all the over. is going to kick off right about the time Otis Redding goes, now wait a minute, and I'm going to be gone. Shout Pretty good. I'm gonna be drunk. It's gonna be a good time. How about another Cannibal Conference uh, candidate, Cal, who started the season I think four and zero, is now one in three in the conference. Whew. They go to number twelve, Utah. Utah, a twenty-one and a half point favorite. Which uh, they only they only lost it to USC. Utah's so. rolling. Uh, the over under that game is thirty-eight, so it's almost. It's a significantly lower. Utah spanked ASU, who was seventeen last week. So yeah, they're they're moving. They're shaking. Indeed, they are. Um, I don't know what time that game starts, but... Probably late. Let's see. That game starts at 9 o'clock Central Time. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is pathetic. Well, I mean, that is like kind of prime time. It's 7 o'clock their time. Like, it's not like it's that bad. Yeah, but... You don't want to kick off at 5 the other, o'clock. You want another uh, Pac-12 game? What? Arizona State, number 24 at UCLA, kicking off at 6.30 Central Time. That's 7.30. I guess What's that one's earlier. That? That's fine. That's, Anything after that on the Pac-12, nobody's watching. Hmm. Um, anyway, uh, number 13, Wisconsin. We're talking about, we've already talked about them at Ohio State. Um, what number are you on? That was 13. We're okay. on 14. Baylor, Texas, SMU are 14, 15, oh. and 16. Okay, where's ba- Baylor's off Baylor's this week? 14th. Yeah, they're off. Texas is 15. They go to TCU. This game has a shockingly low line i think it almost i think it opened at one it's now up to texas by two on the road in fort worth a fort a tcu team that isn't good that lost at home last week to k-state is only a two-point underdog against the number 15 team in the country my friend danny austin think texas is running the table i think danny is high on drugs what do you mean running the table starting now yeah after the kansas game he said that yeah exactly that's what i said after texas gives up 48 fucking points he must be huffing kansas at home yes He's high uh, on on. I would not be what. surprised to see TCU win this game. Uh, Texas is a big Vegas, you know, a big uh, public team. So if you're interested in betting, you might want to wait till the end on this. Get that money line for TCU, and you know, find a way to get yourself paid. Uh, we talked SMU played last night. Uh, we don't know the outcome because yeah, it's we're recording this on Wednesday. Yeah, you know? but we're rooting for the ponies. Number seventeen, Minnesota, the team that everybody in America cried over last week, uh, hosts Maryland. They're, seven, or they're 16 half point favorites. Maryland is going to be 8-0 moving into a game. I believe it's you Penn State You are not saying Maryland. Week. You're meeting Minnesota. Minnesota's going to yeah, be yeah, 8-0 yeah. headed into a, a big matchup. Next week, the number 18 team is on by. Uh, the number 19 team is also on by. So... That's pretty much... Oh, number 20, Iowa, goes to Northwestern. Nobody cares. Minnesota Iowa's, didn't even have to play Ohio State this year. Yeah, Iowa was favored by 10 at in uh, Chicago. 21 is Appalachian State. They're favored by 26.5 over South Alabama. Nobody gives a shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know I don't. Uh, number 22 is on by... That's Boise. Number 23 
is Iowa State. They host Oklahoma State. Iowa State, a 10.5-point favorite. Huh. This Oklahoma State team kind of stinks. They must be decimated. With They're 1-3 and three in conference. They're not looking great. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Iowa State, 10.5 at home, over under 63.5, so expect some, some fireworks there. We mentioned number 24, Arizona State at UCLA. Shocker. Arizona State, only a 3.5-point favorite with the Harm Firm in a, a terrible UCLA team. Mm. And uh, number 25, Brad, is... Wake Forest. And they are on by. And so there, kind of uninteresting, but okay. There you have it. There's your top 25. There's your rundown. There's the games. Call our hotline, 800-392-6344. Brad well, and I are don't be, you make Micah cry. He wants you to call him. Brad and I are going to be back on uh, Sunday, probably. Unless Brad's too hungover. We'll certainly be back Monday. Check out all the other content we sent out this week. We say, Brad, we get out of here. Let's go. Follow us at Backdoor Cover Podcast on Instagram. Don't you dare miss out. And... Uh, that's it. This has been a production of MWBK Creative and Sales. Good night now. Mm, bye-bye. Thanks for listening.